It's the Last Call Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Michaels. As always, it's another day of another week, and this is day two of said week, and we broadcast at least four times of any particular week. Oh, gosh. Has anyone else been feeling agitated lately? Anyone else out there who's really sensitive to energy, really sensitive to the vibes that the Earth and the metaphysical planes decide to instill upon us? Well, just so you know, the Schumann resonance has gone off the charts over the last couple of hours, and wow, have we seen a ton of movement in almost every single direction of current events. We have Mike Lindell out there with his pillows saying he would not be surprised, and more than likely, and I'm surprised he even said this, he would not be surprised if both Biden and Harris resign by August 15th, because this has to do with the uh, symposium that he's going to be giving between August, I think, 10th and 13th or 11th and 13th. It's around that time. Consequently, uh, there's supposed to be a massive test of the emergency broadcasting system run by the Department of Homeland Security, oddly enough, at the same time of Mr. Lindell's symposium. So I can only imagine, whoa, that should go off without a hitch, shouldn't it? Uh Uh-huh, sure it will. Sure, it will. No problem. Okay, whatever we want to believe. Well, honestly, other things have been moving forward. And I stay on point when it comes to McAfee's various dead man's switches. He's got a couple of outlets. He's got a he, he's got an actual Telegram app account that's releasing things. He's got a website that's releasing things. And then there are links within his website that go to various places. A lot of the Telegram account releases have striking similarities to anything that Q has posted. Same syntax, same, uh, what do they call it? Hegelian dialect or some crap like that? I don't remember. Uh, let's, well, let's look it up. Yes, I was right. Hegelian, how do we say this? Hegelian dialect is the philosophy and interpretive method in which the contradiction between a proposition and its antithesis is resolved at a higher level of truth. In other words, synthesis. Basically, they ask questions and allow you to be led to an answer that they want you to come to. Anyway, McAfee's dead man's Telegram account, obviously being run by somebody else, is strikingly like Q. Now, he posted a video a couple of days ago. I watched the video, was what it was, and then at the end of it, it's a YouTube link, and there are four other videos that you can click on after the main video is over. And I clicked on one of them. It was a whole tour of the... Uh, one of the temples uh, in Egypt. And all of a sudden today, and this was like two or three days ago, today we've got all sorts of references to Egyptian temples uh, like Khufu and and all sorts of onks, weird things like that. So I would suspect there could be something coming out of Egypt. A lot of references. Watch the water. Things are coming out of the water. He misspells water. He spells it with two Vs to what I would assume avoid the algorithms and censorship. So we should be watching the water, especially considering 
all of the floods around the planet all occurring at the same time. Uh, very, very bizarre stuff. I don't think it's that bizarre. It's bizarre if you're not on the last call caravan, but I don't think it's that bizarre. I think it's a lot of weather warfare. We've got a typhoon heading into the Three Stooges Dam in China, which is already on the precipice of doing something really, really bizarre. Joseph Farrell referenced today that uh, Xi, or yesterday, Xi went up to Tibet. Now, Now, the Chinese government was involved in a weather modification program where they were trying to siphon water from the plateau of Tibet through clouds and seeding and into the Wuhan River Valley. Oddly enough, that's exactly what's happening. So we should suspect that something else is going to go on there. But this is the most disturbing thing that has come out of this Schumann resonance. It's the Department of Justice saying that employers are completely within their rights to mandate these inoculations for COVID. I don't know about you, but that is extremely disturbing. Extremely disturbing. Also, what's true that came out is that the CDC reversed itself and said that indoor mask rules should be, are required or recommended for um, anybody that's been vaccinated. Now, here's the thing. The people that haven't been vaccinated are still, the CDC still recommends that the people that haven't been vaccinated to wear masks. They continue to wear masks. Now the CDC says all the vaccinated should be wearing masks too. So we're right back down to square one with more mask mandates. Okay, and it's it's unconscionable that anybody should fall for this again. I didn't fall for it the first time, and I got a lot of heat from a lot of people for not falling for it the first time. I just have one simple question to ask you. If masks work so well, and masks can genuinely keep out the dastardly COVID virus, okay, then why do my glasses fog up when I wear a mask. Oddly enough, there is something going on back and forth between my nose and where the mask is not tightly fitting. Of course, Dr. Fauci is all over the place. Masks, no masks, I want masks, three masks, that's great. The other, what they're blaming this on, the, the reason for all of this is the, is the sudden rise in the Delta variant. Oh, boy, watch out for that Delta variant. It's going to get you. The problem with this is that if you call anybody up, if you call any doctor up, if you call up anybody that performs any of these COVID tests, they say that they are using the same tests now that they were before, except the ones that have been recalled that we spoke about. So if they're using those same tests, then please tell me how you're going to determine the different variants between the different people. You can't unless you start to break it down by DNA and genetics. And the CDC has not reversed itself since last July, July of 2020, saying that they've never isolated a COVID 19 uh, virus, which means there never has been any virus to study. So what are we talking about here? 
And here's another thing. If they're recalling those PCR tests and those rapid result tests, those rapid fire, whatever the hell they're called, then that means that every single mask mandate, lockdown, vaccine mandate is invalid. You based all of those criteria, you based all of those reactions to the data that was being provided by those faulty tests. Those assays were resulting, and I brought it up last year, they were resulting in at least 50% false positives, upwards of 90% false positives. So all of the data that you said, that you cited for the mandates, for the masks, for the vaccines, goes out the window. You can't count it, yet we're still being forced to abide by these rules? That doesn't make sense. There's another agenda. Now they say, oh gosh, oh boy, this is so bad. Do you know why it's so bad? It's so bad because of the Delta variant, the Lambda variant, the Epsilon variant. Oh, it's going to get you. Oh, by the way, in Florida, there is now the Colombian variant of COVID. It somehow skipped all of Central America and landed in Miami. Um, yeah, watch out for that, too. Uh, it's it's going to be really, really, really disturbing. So here's my other problem with all of this, is how are they coming up? And it, I, we always have to look at the statistics and how they break it down. How are they coming up with 99% of people that are being hospitalized and testing positive for COVID... How are they coming up with that percentage? How are they coming up with that stat? All the people that are testing positive now, 99% of them, guess what? They're not vaccinated. So there is your culprit right there. Wrong. Do you know why that stat is the way it is? It's because people that have been vaccinated are no longer required to be taking COVID tests when they go into hospitals. But people that have not been vaccinated are mandated, are required to take COVID tests. And there you go. By default, if you've got a population of people that are forced to take a test or exempt from taking a test you are going to skew the results that's how they're doing this this comes from uh scripps s-c-r-i-p-p-s this is the corporate command center approved as of june 15th 2021 and this is covid and flu testing script this is a, supposedly a leak hospital educ rapid routine and this is the Scripps Health COVID-19 testing priority. Uh, number one, fully vaccinated asymptomatic patients no longer need to be tested for COVID-19. Number two, emergent asymptomatic admits of less than eight hours who are not fully vaccinated must get a rapid or routine. If initial rapid is negative, uh, you throw it into a high uh, index of suspicion, asymptomatic, mild to mild. You know, you get the idea of where I'm going. I'm not going to read all this. This is boring. But right there, those hospital networks are forcing the unvaccinated to take tests. And guess what? 
if you have the vaccine, you're exempt. And so that means that the stat is going to be zero or relatively close to zero. Now, here's the other cognitive dissonance. Here's the other logical jump that they're forcing people to make. Oh, well, I've been vaccinated, so I'm good. But you're still a risk because you're unvaccinated. What? The unvaccinated, they're the ones that are causing me to potentially get sick. I thought you were vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, then why are you worried about somebody that's not vaccinated? Oh, because. See, that's the logical jump, the cognitive dissonance that these people are forcing themselves to make. How many times can you try to square a circle when you come to this stuff? It's mind-boggling that nobody... Nobody on the left, nobody in any sort of intelligentsia mindset or background can deal with logic, can follow an argument, can follow a bouncing ball, and can pick out the inconsistencies of said argument. It's just mind-boggling. And USA Today came out with a a story, NBC News, citing unnamed officials aware of the decision, reported it comes after new data suggests vaccinated individuals could have higher levels of virus and infect others amid the surge of cases driven by the Delta variant. Once again, they can't determine what a Delta variant is. So why are they calling it certain things? I would suspect it has to do with the trial batch numbers. So if we distributed certain batches to this area, that area, and we see a rise in COVID, those areas belonging to batch one, batch two of the shots, we're going to call them Delta. We're going to call those areas Delta. We did some shots of a different manufacturer or a different batch in London. That's the Lambda variant. That kind of deal. That's what you're, that's what you're seeing through all of this. And these trials, we brought it up many times. They don't end until 2023. So what are we talking about? What are we talking about here? And and oddly enough, New York Post also reported today that, oh, oh my God, CDC warns COVID-19 may be a few mutations away from evading vaccine. Oh, we're just going to have to do this every year, just like the flu. I don't know if any of you remember what the flu was, Before it was squashed, thanks to social distancing and mask wearing. Right. Um, The flu vaccines. They threw a dart at a board and said, we hope the flu is going to be along these lines and we'll create a vaccine, a shot, that correlates to to the area that we threw the dart at. Usually, flu shots have a success rate of about 30%. It's the same thing that you're seeing here, except they're not being honest with you. They are pushing this to such a degree that it is mind-boggling, and it is global. Biden came out today. He even said that's under consideration right now. But if you're not vaccinated, you're not nearly as smart as I thought you were. And that was a response to a question he got about mandates for federal employees. You've got mandates popping up all over the country thanks to this DOJ recommendation that employers can do whatever they want when it comes to their employees' health. And if we're to assume 
If we're oh, I saw a video of uh, uh, if of graphene reacting to a cell phone that was ringing or emitting EMF. It's bizarre. It's truly bizarre. It's on BitChute, and it looks like uh, black slime. It and it moves. It looks like it's alive and graphene's a metal so it's really bizarre assuming that that's true you're starting to see the segregation of two of society you're going to get two different types of society here okay you're going to get you're going to get the unvaccinated the outcasts you're going to get the vaccinated and the vaccinated being that they're now hooked up to graphene style quantum dots and if you go back to yesterday's podcast or the the last week's when we talk about McAfee and what we suspect the plan is by two 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 February second of twenty uh, two thousand twenty two, once they get everybody inoculated with this crap, then they hook you up to a food pellet device, meaning cashless society, meaning you work and your vibrations resonate with the graphene that's in your body through your cell phone and your cell phone then transmits your work habits and what you do where you go what you search for what you're thinking what you're feeling what you're eating to a server which then reports your status to your employer and more than likely some sort of government agency through the internet of things now here's where it gets really really bizarre we know the stat where you don't really start to see any sort of real reactions or side effects, long-term side effects, for any sort of inoculations or vaccines until you're at least 48 weeks into the whole trial. So what are we really looking at? We're looking at a timeline of, oddly enough, around February 2nd, 2022, because all of these mass vaccination programs really started to begin around February and March of 2021. 48 weeks out is just about February 2nd, 2022. So that's what we're geared towards. That's the push that they're making happen. Why is that significant? Because assuming we're going to play devil's advocate here, we're going to go really out on the edge of uh, I don't know, precognition, speculation maybe. If we go all the way out there and we start to see more and more people having severe side effects, more than what we already know, like um, uh, being infertile, uh, heart issues, lung issues, neurological issues, you find plenty of videos of people suffering from neurological issues almost immediately after their second shot or their first shot. I mean, people just bowl over and start uh, twitching. It's really disturbing video. I usually skip over them when somebody posts them. So what are we looking at here? If these side effects really start within the 48-week to 52-week timeline, more than likely you're going to start to see a massive decline in population. You've already seen the massive decline in birth rate in the United States, thanks to this COVID nonsense. But you're probably going to start to see a massive decline in population. Now, what does that do? You see a massive decline in population. Then all of a sudden, you have a huge amount 
of orphaned children or children without parents. Now, what happens then? The state has to take over. The state then has to be the ultimate guardian of your child. You want to talk about fascism. You want to talk about indoctrination. There it is. We're already living in a technocratic fascist state because the government is saying to employers that you can mandate your employees to take experimental inoculations where trial periods do not end for another two years. So once the state takes over your kid, or once the state takes custody of the child, because for whatever reason, you're infirm, uh, you die, uh, you can't even function, then that's where the real indoctrination comes. Because you're no longer going, and this goes hand in hand with everything we've seen so far. No more genders. You can be a girl if you want, and if you started off as a boy. You can be a boy if you want, if you started off as a girl. And the ultimate goal here is to create chimeras, infertile chimeras, so that there is no population growth. And in the population growth that does occur, it happens within the elite sectors of the society that's been created. And so you only get the cream of the crop. You're looking at something that is so eugenicist-based that Hitler could only have dreamed of something like this. And it's completely frightening to think this way, but it is becoming completely valid. Look at all the unclaimed minor, unaccompanied minors that flow across the border. Has anyone decided to find out who is taking custody of those kids? Has anyone done any background research on who the parents are that come across the border with 5, 10, 15 kids? Does anybody do any research into where those kids ultimately end up or get dropped off? Because we know that for a fact. We know, and there are stories that have come out, we know that these kids and these migrants, aren't, one, aren't being tested for COVID. And two, are being bussed and planed around this country in the dead of night. And if that's the case, then you have another source of your COVID pandemic because since these people aren't being tested and they're not going to be documented anywhere, then guess what? You've got massive plumes of COVID. Now, here's the other disturbing factor with all of this. If you have all of those undocumented people coming across the border, streaming across the border, then you know that these people in charge of the CDC, of the FDA, of the government. They're not concerned about a virus. If they were concerned about a virus, you would not have unprecedented migration across the southern border of the United States. Because if there was a true health emergency, then they would have sealed that border up faster than anything. But they haven't. They're allowing those people in. What you're looking at is the new working poor. You're looking at the new commodity. And I've brought this up plenty of times. Those people are being trafficked. Those people are the commodities. Those people are being reinserted into those pedophilic, Luciferian, satanic human trafficking routes. And mark my words, that's exactly what's happening here. 
And this is a very, very disturbing time to be living in. But ultimately, we are going to overcome this because there is no choice but to overcome this. There is no other way out. Our backs are against the wall, and it's time for us to stand up for what we truly believe in and what we truly feel and know from a higher source to be right. And what's going on with these mandates and what's going on with Biden and Harris, we know inherently is incredibly evil and wrong. And that's the Last Call podcast with your host, Chris Michaels.